0: From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. The Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app, Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel, Kim Cunningham, Meteorologist and social media manager at Agora Pulse, Jen Watson, star of Tornado Hunters, Greg Johnson, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network Coordinator, Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn Storm Spotter and Chaser Bill Johnson.
1: Hey, welcome everybody to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks Podcast. It's brought to you by the Atmosphere Weather App your hourly weather forecast on a clock for a quick read. It's the last daily weather app you'll ever use. The Atmosphere Weather App is available on Apple and Android devices. You can learn more at atmosphereweather.com. Don't forget, you guys can always go back. I mean, these shows are always uh, great to listen to. Um, We don't always cover a whole lot of current events necessarily so they're they're really timeless shows but you can go back we've got shows if you go to stormfrontfreaks.com we've had people like the weather channel meteorologist Jen Carfagno has been on the show Hurricane Chaser Josh Morgerman uh, was on earlier in the year Uh, but this is episode 102 and we're excited we got back to the show tonight uh, weather channel meteorologist and I will add since you were on last time Jim Hall of Famer Jim Cantore <laughs> yeah. uh, is back on the show, so we're looking forward to, to chatting with Jim and catching up with him. Uh, we also have, of course, our lightning round, hashtag weather fools. We're bringing weather trollbot 5,000 back and, oh, no. and a lot more. Yes, welcome, Maz. But before we get to all of that, we got to find out who joined us tonight from our co-hosts. And we always let people know it's happy hour anytime we record. Just lets you know we like to have a lot of fun on this show um, and and uh, tell you who's here. So let's start off with MJ up in Minnesota. What are you drinking, MJ? Hey, tonight, uh, I guess I just have a tall drink of water. I've uh, <laughs> got to stay
0: hydrated and a few things to do after the show. So
1: it's a little You, early. Know, you little are early a tall you. drink of water yes. there, buddy. Well done, MJ. How, how about uh, Maz well done. in Cincinnati is with us tonight. Maz, what are you drinking?
2: I, too, have... Filtered water, but oh, I also wow. have a chaser of Purell. Not at the same time. You don't drink. You don't drink this. You know, but you got to have the Purell Purell chaser. Taste. Yeah, yeah. That would be that'd be bad.
1: Good. All right, uh, Jen's down in Atlanta. Jen, what are you drinking tonight?
3: You guys are going to be very disappointed. Well, I'm
1: disappointed um, already, oh but you can continue. <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
3: no, yeah. but well, no, Fighting Town Tavern though. If this isn't from Blue Ridge, Georgia, um, it's, an amazing, nice. yeah, it's an amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing restaurant. Uh, their food is incredible. I think I went there for a weekend and ate there three times. So, yeah, it's a good place okay. to visit. Wow. <laughs> All
1: right, Greg, we need some help. Greg, up in Canada, baby, what do you got?
4: Listen, I'm almost feeling like maybe I have a drinking problem uh, <laughs> because I'm the only one. I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'm sure at some point I'll mix it up, but uh, whiskey and ginger ale again. Is it Windsor?
2: Is it Canadian?
4: <laughs> it, oh, of course, it's Canadian
2: whiskey. Okay. Canadian yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: Good very day. good and and uh i'm i'm just so that we can make sure we let everybody know we're not a bunch of water drinkers i do have a little uh coconut captain morgan with my orange juice and mountain dew but i'm mm. i'm i'm under the impression i think our guest jim is joining us tonight at the bar jim what, what are you drinking
5: yeah guys i mean i, I we got to make it three three for three you, you know right so you. so i'm a big fan of uh red grapefruit juice uh but I'm a bigger fan of red grapefruit juice when you mix it with Tito's. Good. So I think <laughs> they call this a, a Greyhound, um, which oh, is grapefruit right. and vodka, but uh, wow, it's good.
3: It's oh, good. That's, a, a name. That's, that's the,
5: the Russian here in the South. Is that the Ruby Red? That is the Ruby Red. Nice. Ruby. Oh, good choice. Good choice.
1: All right. Well, Maz, while you're there, uh, why don't we give give Jim a little better intro than what what's he drinking? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what he's not just drinking. a drinker. Okay, thank you, guys.
2: I got I got to tell you, we're going to have, Jen, we're going to have to do a tribute to water one of these times just to say who's got the fanciest water. Just just saying, because, you know, we're going to
3: totally do that. I have to work after this. So. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. All
2: right. Well, Jim (laughs) Cantore, he is one of the most recognized faces in weather known for his live reports from severe weather events. He's covered every major weather event during the past 25 years, including Hurricanes Katrina, Irene, and Superstorm Sandy. Jim graduated with a bachelor's degree in meteorology from Linden State College out there in Lindenville, Vermont. The Weather Channel hired Cantori out of college, and he first appeared on air July of 1986, I think it was. He was inducted into the National Weather Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame in 2018. He has so many... So many great things. I figure it's only fitting for our first question to say, Jim, did we just see you in a dress this week?
5: Oh, boy. (laughs) You guys it was a lead off with that one, huh? Uh, Yeah, you (laughs) did. You did. So so Stephanie said to me, you know, we have to do the flip the switch challenge. I'm like, all right, Abrams, what do you got in mind? She goes, well, you know, we'll we'll do the weather version. We can do like we're both doing the weather and we'll just switch off. And she's like, well, you don't have to wear a dress or anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'll do it. (laughs) I mean, I'll, I'll wear it. And she goes, "Well, I mean, my dresses aren't going to fit you." And I'm like, "I tell you what, if it fits your husband, um, who's about my size, his name's Omar." I'm like, "If it fits Omar, then it's going to fit me." So, so, she, she's like, "Sure, I got the perfect, I got the perfect dress for you." Can you imagine your show anchor saying that, to you? anyway. So, so we we literally pulled it off because now we record our last block uh, for the 8:50 show uh, at 7:50. And so we play that, so we can get in there and kind of disinfect the studio. But we essentially took that time to do the flip the switch challenge. Well, well, you know, we were doing that break, and so we get we got it done in about ten minutes. But it, it was fun, and uh, hmm. I think uh, I got about thirty three thousand people on Instagram that have liked it or viewed it or something like that. So it's kind of crazy,
2: dude. You got some guns on you. I'm just saying. I was like, nice.
5: oh, you totally kicked my butt. <laughs> you no, know, I mean it's actually interesting. This. Kind of, you know, home uh, isolations got me down in my home gym a little bit more. So uh mm-hmm. perfect timing to, to put the dress on. You know what I mean? I yeah, had the gun show going.
2: No, I don't know
5: what you mean. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you got some guns. I'm
5: sorry, man. I'm sorry. I also Jim, have got track.
3: some fans in here. Mia Voss has been watching you for years, by the way. we hey, have got Julie Riley in here, too. Hey, yeah, Riley. Mia's awesome, by the way. Mia's one of my really good friends.
5: So she's and- a bigger fan of yours than mine. Is that what you're saying?
3: No, no, no. <laughs> not at all. No, she's a huge fan of yours. And okay. Julie Riley's going to pour drinks for those of us that are drinking water, just so you guys know. Yeah, so cheers to that. So, Jim, how are things different at the Weather Channel? So, For everyone listening, I used to work at the Weather Channel. I know how everything works, but I was there about three weeks ago recording Weather Gone Viral and things, you know, we hand sanitized and, you know, we were careful, but now things completely changed.
6: I
5: I mean, there's all that going on. I mean, first of all, when 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 you walk in the door, which not many of us are doing, frankly, um, there's maybe a fifth of, of the people that are normally on, on the first floor, uh, if that maybe maybe even a tenth. I, 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 there's like one person at the news desk, you know, two producers, um, hardly anybody in, in the studio with us. But you know, Jen and I, like if it's if it's there's just two anchors now, and we and we don't have the five o'clock show. So if it's Jen and I or Steph and I or Steph and Jen, we've kind of each got our own location that we're at, and that's where we stay. So. I, ha- I have the the update desk and Camera Five, as it's called. Jen has um, what we call the iPad and 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 um, Keywall Eleven. Okay, those are just the names. But she has her spots. I have my spots, and we don't cross. We don't touch the same clickers or anything like that. In between shows, everything's sanitized. We do it as we end the show, and then you know the the, the floor directors and whatnot. They come in and they wipe down everything as well. And po, even Postel comes in for a third time uh, after me this morning because I'm going to I'm going to wipe down again, Cantori. I don't trust you. So, I, I mean, <laughs> but, but in all they're taking it very, very serious. And uh, some uh, anchors have home studios already. Uh, I think I've, I've seen um, Felicia Combs uh, at home already. Uh, and, and so she she knows if she wants to work. Paul goodlow has been at home as well. So, you know, that's supposed to be coming to my place next week. But I think I think what we need to do there is, is I think once we go to our home studio to broadcast, that's where we need to stay. So I'm actually kind of dreading that, to be honest with you, because I, I like getting up and going in. It's not like I'm going out uh, and, and meeting everybody. Uh, sure. I work out here at my house. I walk, go for walks and runs uh, outside, but, you know, by myself. And, and then that's pretty much my day, you know, and and, and my week, actually. Um but hey, Jim, I, I, that's the way that's the way to do it. I mean, we're we're trying to do it while being able to present the weather in, in, in the best way possible. You know? Hey, Jim, we, listen. Weather uh, doesn't, uh, weather doesn't has, take a break for coronavirus.
4: Has there been much talk, um, not just at the Weather Channel, but <clears throat> among meteorology types about how weather is playing a role and, and climate plays a role with this whole uh, virus thing? Is there... Any connections being made? Any discussion about that? It seems that the Northern Hemisphere has had a lot more impact than, say, the Southern Hemisphere, warm areas, that that sort of thing.
5: Yeah, I mean, that, that's been the big thing is, you know, OK, here we are going into summers. It's going to help us out a little bit. Uh, you know, do we get an uptick again in the fall for two reasons, potentially? You know, A, do we start getting back to our normal lives? people getting together again, and then B, you know, does the colder weather bring it back a little bit if we haven't eroded it? I mean, I'm hoping by that time we've got, uh, you know, an antibody that's ready to go, and then people are going to get shots and things like that. The way that we're working right now to see these companies coming together uh, pretty much in every way, shape, or form, I'd be shocked if we don't have um, some type of, you know, vaccine uh, by that time. But uh, that's just my hope, frankly. I, I don't know right. if it's going to happen. Um, it, it, it's kind of interesting listening to the scientists, you know, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke talk about the modeling and things like that. And and so you have to kind of sit back as a meteorologist and go, OK, so they're kind of looking at models, too. They know probabilities. They know the high end, the low end uh, and the median and, and where the most likely scenario is going to wind up. So I can, you know, I think as meteorologists, we can kind of relate to that. Yeah, it's an
4: uh, interesting comparison, actually. Right? Yeah.
5: It, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you know, obviously any scenario there is not a good scenario. Right. It, it's kind of like a tornado outbreak. We, we know we're going to have, in one of these situations where we know we're going to have strong, long-track tornadoes, you know, when we go on the air with that or, or when you guys write about it or talk about it, it's like one of those things where you got a little pit in your stomach. You're like, oh, geez, you know, it's going to be one of those nights. Um, so even w- with their forecasts and when they talk about the modeling, it, there's no – there's no good outcome here, guys. Right. You know, right we know right. that there's gonna be more fatalities
2: And they're they're not using a spaghetti model. That would be super scary if you've got like all <laughs> yeah. the different
5: like holy <laughs> oh cow, God. what's
2: that one at the top? You they probably you know they
5: probably could. I mean, within that cone, you know, they
3: they there do are probably actually. different
5: models. There's ensembles. I mean, you know there's ensembles Man. that go into this.
3: Yeah. Thinking about it, I bet they do. So, Jen, are they for live coverage, first of all? I'm I'm sure they've halted that sending people you guys anywhere. Right? Yes. No.
5: Yeah. We're not doing live coverage. I mean, I I think if, if it was, I mean, I'm, I'm actually surprised we didn't go out um, for the big outbreak over the weekend, but uh, it's one of those things where, you know, if we got people that are already out on the road and we've got a lot of storm chasers that are out there, storm trackers, as we call them these days, you know what, they're out there. They're going to provide us with the video. We, we pretty much know where, the the areas to watch are so yeah why 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 take that chance really why take right. it? yeah hey, this and is so, a, and, it, and it's not it's just, for, just for us guys as you know it, it's for everybody else out there mm-hmm. you know yeah. you don't you don't want to ever be the carrier and, and infect anybody else and this is something that certainly I'm trying to you know make my kids understand a little bit you know you know Christy and Ben and it's like guys you can't just go out everywhere and you know Christy's a very social girl my daughter is very social. And I'm trying to make her understand that you just you have you have to stay home because her mom is high risk. And, and you know, you go out and you bring that back to your mom. Yeah, right? That's the worst thing you could possibly do. So uh, this has been a lesson for, for all of us, guys, as you know, especially with, oh, with for kids. sure.
0: Say, I'm going to jump in a question from one of our, our viewers, Christine, a, a longtime viewer of ours. And you were talking about storm spotters being out there. And she, she asked the question, what are your thoughts about storm chasers and weather spotter roles in times like this with a lockdown? Uh, are they essential or question. are they a danger in spreading? What What are your thoughts?
5: I, I mean, as long as the problem is, is you can't really just go by yourself. You know, you need somebody to be watching the radar as as somebody else is driving so if that's a person that you're hanging out with all the time, great. Um, but hopefully the two of you are practicing you know self-containment and things like that. Um, I, I, guys to me, I, I'm a bit you know, we need the eyes on the ground. We need boots on the ground in a situation with, with severe weather. That, that really doesn't go away. So you know, unfor- like I said, at the top, you know weather doesn't take a break for coronavirus. We're also entering, you know, the time of the spring where we're going to see more outbreaks, you know, this next weekend or late next week when that upper low finally comes out of Cal, is that going to be another big week for the, for the South? I mean, I, I, I mean, certainly do we, do we coagulate and all stand next to each other and take pictures of a tornado way out in a field somewhere? No, Please no, that, we can't do that. So, you know, those, the same rules apply uh, out in the field for storm chasers as well. Sure. I'm hope we saying. don't
4: have a situation like 2011 though, again. Um, oh, you know, the, the, if you added that on top of what's already going on, that I mean, would be think, a think, think about that,
5: though. What, what do you do when you've got your neighbors that have been hit in a situation? I mean, are you not going to help them? Yeah. right. you uh, right. just, just stay in your house? No. Right. You're going to go help them. So it, it's just one of those things where. Life just dictates what you're going to do, and sometimes a, a life or death situation that you're that you're presented with overtakes, you know, what we're dealing with on this long term coronavirus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know I'm going next door to help my neighbors. That that yeah. that's just me.
3: Right. Yeah. And we've got um, Julie here who said that she's dreading this tornado season. She's in Wichita, Kansas, mm. so she's really worried about that. But one interesting, like, so the positive light of all of this, mm. I like to think of it positively, is the fact that in the Jonesboro, Arkansas tornado recently, a couple of days oh, ago, yeah. I think yeah. it saved yeah. people's lives because they were actually at home and paying attention to the news, so- you know?
5: Yeah, Jen's talking about the Turtle Creek Mall where it was absolutely crushed from the from the tornado there, and it happened in the afternoon where that mall would have been filled with people. There's a lot of windows in that mall when you think about, it. and all those windows were blown in with this with this EF. I think it was like an EF strong EF2 there, then it ramped up a little bit toward the airport at EF3, which is what gave it the 140 mile an hour rating. But either way, um, the fact that coronavirus kept everybody home probably did save a lot of lives. So that was. That, that was an absolute blessing there. And I think people are certainly more aware of what's going on as, as they don't have as much hustle and bustle. So, yeah, maybe, guys, in a way, this, this kind of helps us with tornado season. But, you know, tornadoes are tornadoes, and we still have to take the precautions with them. But is this going to keep people away uh, from areas where they should – you know, w- would be at a time that a tornado struck? Possibly. We certainly saw that at the Turtle Creek Mall.
2: When you stay at home, what – Electronic wise, what do they bring into your house?
5: You know, I haven't been set up yet, but but what uh, what's going on at my colleagues is there's kind of a you know like the live view, which is essentially where you can go live with audio and video over a cell phone, and that's that's set up with a camera, some lights, and they want us in a situation where we're not really talking in front of a monitor, but yet, uh, you know, we're voicing over maps. That are already prepared, and and I I'm not sure yet if we're going to be able to have control over advancing those maps, or if somebody, you know, one of our weather producers is actually going to do that. But you know, it's it's going to be a face and maps, face and maps.
3: Hmm. So let's talk about the weather, Jim. Um, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the weather. So, what are you thinking, prediction wise, this severe weather season? I know it's really hard, me asking you that. Um, no. It's really no. hard to actually.
5: I, I've, never, I've been thinking about this, Jen, So That's a very, very good question. Uh, and the fact that you, you know, we've seen these Gulf temperature, water temperatures, right, guys? You see, it's, it's yeah. so warm down there. We've had this subtropical ridge. We've had no winter in the South to speak of. Uh, leaf out three to four weeks early. So we got all that going on. And really what has been a very active southern branch uh, storm track from west to east, right? And, yeah. and you're talking about systems that are going to come across. I mean, look at what happened last Saturday. I think that was a good example of, of a full, you know, it's very strong, large shortwave that ejects out of the Rockies and comes out into this warm, moist air mass and boom. You know, you you wind up with, with 20 tornadoes here and, and some of them long track. So as we get into more heat, more instability, I, I think that plays a role, especially with the the storm track that we have and doesn't look like it's changing as we get into at least early April. So it's mm-hmm. going be, gonna to be busy. Sadly. Well, I'll
1: tell you what, uh, I'll tell you what, everybody. I, I have found the last daily weather app that you're ever going to need. I use the thing I like to always look at when I'm looking at an app is I like to look at the hourly forecast. Um, the challenge is with most weather apps is I've always got to swipe to something else, go to a different screen, just to be able to find out what's going on on an hourly basis. And th- what's great about um, the Atmosphere Weather app is it's got seven days of hourly weather temps, cloud cover, precipitation. It's all rendered around a clock, a 24-hour clock, with your radar. Right in the center, so it can even integrate uh, what now is our empty calendars <laughs> a lot of us <laughs> A lot of us with kids used to have calendars with swim meets and soccer games and uh, after school events and everything else. Uh, but it can take your calendar when you get one again, and it'll show it right on your twenty four hour clock so that you know what to wear when you got to go great. out to your your kid's soccer game or something like that. Um, but the Atmosphere Weather app, you can find it on your iPhone and Android for the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. They have a free version, gives you up to three days of weather forecasts. Uh, but for just three dollars and ninety-nine cents a year, you can get a subscription that gets you the seven days of hourly weather no banner ads that radar map and a lot more i'm telling you you got to see this to believe it go to atmosphereweather.com and you can find out more hey we're going to go ahead and take a break get a refill you can get a refill as well and uh, we're going to be right back with jim so we can play the lightning round
0: Hi, this is Gary England. It's Friday night in the big town, baby, all dressed up, no place to go. Jump back, throw me down, Loretta. Hey, be sure and listen in every week, right? Every week, the Stormfront Freaks podcast, baby. It's the best in the world.
1: Hey, welcome back everybody. Uh, I was told by Jim to make sure we let you know our studio audience. They're, they're all six to eight feet apart. Um, we have a big studio, so we, we, can, uh, we can hold a lot of people, but we're Not here with Jim Cantori.
2: There's that one guy over there. Get back.
1: <laughs> uh, we're here with Jim Cantore, Weather Channel Any meteorologist. Jim, did you have a chance to see Phil Klotzbach's uh, Colorado State hurricane forecast today? I did not because
5: I napped and then I worked out and I'm talking to you guys now. So here's
1: so here's what you're saying.
5: Hit hit me with the I'm gonna hold on before you say anything. Yeah, I swear to you, I'm I'm thinking of Phil's going with a slightly above average. Yep, you'd be you'd be
1: correct. So so uh, average, roughly about 12 name storms. There basically because the El Nino is down a little bit. And uh, yeah, due no, to the no, warming no. in the Atlantic, he's expecting roughly 16 name storms wow. this year. Wow. Okay. Um, I, so my how question: many, how, many, uh, how many
5: hurricanes? How many majors?
1: Uh good question. I didn't write that down. That's important. Um. Yeah, I didn't. Write I that down. thought I heard eight. Eight, eight, eight
0: majors, hurricanes. Okay. No, eight hurricanes. Oh. Okay. And three or four majors? I don't right, know. That's or what four I thought. I okay. Okay.
1: Big. It, it was you're correct though it was above average but that was my yeah. question to you is is as you're looking into the tropical season what what are the factors that that you're looking at when you're trying to kind of do your own little forecast in your head uh or if you're i don't know maybe you do a forecast for the weather channel i'm not sure but what are you looking at and, and what what are your thoughts on this i one? think
5: weather.com does one uh and jen you can kind of probably back me on that one um but I, we, I don't. Weather Channel, we don't, we don't do one. Uh, we do yeah. list the different forecasts. We use fills. You know, I, I, I like, I like his methodology certainly on how he does it and, and also updates it because you know you can see certain trends and things coming along as you go through the season. But you know, guys, for the same thing that we talked about with severe weather, uh, you know, when you start talking about warm water temperatures um, in in the Gulf, uh, yeah. in the in the Caribbean, especially this time of the year where you know stuff develops close to home. Uh, that could be certainly a player with with, with the subtropical ridge down there. I, I think the fact that we'll probably stay neutral in terms of ENSO. We won't, in other words, we won't have La Niña or El Niño. You know, that's that's something that can't be factored in as a hindrance or an aid. So yeah, I, I then the tip goes to the the warm water because that's what fuels the whole thing, and so you get an above average season out of that. Yeah, but. You know, I, I, like I said, I like what Phil does and the fact that he will, will kind of look at the season and look at the different parameters that he uses. Uh, hey, has something changed? Has, has sheer been above average? Uh, do we see more sheer in this basin or that basin or, or more dust? The, you know, things like that. Those are all important players as you go throughout the season. Because the hardest thing, I think, to convince everybody is, is this is a forecast for the basin. It doesn't really predict landfall with any type right. of skill. Uh, I think yeah. that's where we kind of take it a little bit too far, frankly. Um, Cause we always like to focus in on, especially as people that prepare is we, all it all takes is one, you know, all yes, it takes, it and, and frankly, that's the last thing we need right now is a doggone hurricane. So that's hopefully so it'll be uh, they they can all, if we, if we get 16 of them, hopefully they're out over the Atlantic and that's where they stay.
2: MJ, Ooh. did I see you put something up there?
5: Yeah, I did. Um, we we were right. Timothy
0: came in with uh 16, eight hurricanes, four majors. So, okay, wow. that, sounds,
3: that sounds about right. It,
5: All right, Jim, you guys we've got a tell, question. You guys didn't tell me. me that I had like a yellow hue to myself today. Is, oh, that, yeah. better? is that better if I turn that off? No, uh, actually,
3: I like good. it on.
1: You, you like Yeah, it's, it's better
3: look with it. <laughs> yeah, I look like you yeah,
1: have a good good tan. tan. Oh, that's like, so yeah, you look good.
3: You look tan. You look glowing. But
2: his neck is still red. I don't understand.
3: Oh, man. It'll always be red. No. Um,
5: It'll always be red.
3: So, Garrett Beverly is asking from the audience, uh, what has been the hardest weather story response that you've had to cover in your career, Jim?
5: Ooh, gosh, there's been a lot of hard ones, guys. It's hard to single out anyone. I mean, obviously, Katrina, um, the hardship, uh, you know, when you have l- literally. You walk up to people and they're, they're crying their eyes out. They've lost everything. Uh, the Tuscaloosa tornado just coming in right after that thing. You know, the, the, the hardest stuff is the tornadoes and the, and the hurricanes, because especially when, you know, it's, it's a big one and a bad one. It's, just, it's not, it's not going to end well. And it goes on for days and days and days. And then you 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 all you have to stay on mission and you have to tell the story. And you have to, you know, let everybody see what's happened here and why we need help, why we need a humanitarian effort as soon as possible. So that those the, those are the, those are the hardest ones. I mean, I, I almost look forward to winter a little bit because you know winter is a little bit more fun. Um, yeah. You know, playing in the snow, the the Understand. beauty of the fresh fallen snow. It, it, there's so much. More fun to broadcast and of course, you know, there's this little thing called thundersnow that just happens to happen every once in a while when I'm out in the field. I mean, holy yeah. smokes, thundersnow. snow!
3: exciting. Yeah. Pattern. I love that
5: video. I love that video.
2: Oh, holy
3: smokes. So, so wait, Jim, your first live shot for a major natural disaster was Hurricane Andrew in 1990? Yes.
5: 1992, uh, the second landfall. Up, uh, I was in Baton Rouge. As it came in, it already had come through South Florida. And so we were, were pretty short on people. And they had asked me if I wanted to go out and and, and cover it. And it took me like about three seconds to go like, yeah, I want to yeah. go out and be in it. Absolutely. And so, you know, the first one, here we are in this hotel, guys. This was back when they had the air conditioners in the hotel in the window. in the windows. <laughs> all right. And the, the air conditioner unit blew in at about four o'clock in the morning. Literally came right oh, inside onto my floor. And I, of course, plop up out of bed. I look out the window. It's blowing in. I, and I got transformer power surges going on all. It looked like the 4th of July. So I called my producer and I'm like, Simon, Simon, we got to go on the air. I mean, this thing's coming in. And it was probably one of the earliest times we've ever gone on the Weather Channel. I think we were up by 5, 530, something like that. But wow, uh, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. So was what
3: are you... Oh, go ahead, man. People have
2: said you're the hardest working guy. I believe it because every time I travel, no matter what city I'm in and I turn on the weather channel, Jim's voice is giving me the the, the (laughs) forecast. What the heck? How are you everywhere?
5: Yeah, the local forecast, the local on the eights. um, It took me about 16, 18 hours to record that. So you had to do each word, each number. And what was really weird is I started out and I did about three days of this. And I thought, man, Here's what I'm gonna do different than the last guy. When it's 105 degrees, I'm gonna say it like that, like real intense. And and you know when it's 10 below, or I'm gonna kind of use my voice a little bit to to jack it up. And so they came back to me after three days and finally starting to break down their quarters. Like Cantor, you got to do that all over again. You gotta be, got be oh, no. monotone because we're gluing all these different things together based on the forecast code. So we can't have you saying like winds will be five to 10 miles an hour and it's going to be 108 degrees. I mean, it was, it was, it was, They just kind of want one kind of flat, similar voice through the whole thing. But I was like, Oh my God, I already did three days of this. So we had to go back and, and, and do all that over again. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the story behind the story. I always wondering how you did that, man. 16, 18 hours, man. It was a long it was a long haul. We, could, we I could only do like about an hour and a half to two hours a day because I'm just like, you know, you're just you just saying all these numbers, saying all these phrases, partly cloudy, mostly cloudy, mostly cloudy yeah. with showers. Shower, I mean, ugh, it was just brutal.
2: <laughs> dust. Was
1: it written down
2: and you're like reading it or you're like, uh, what would be the next one that I might say?
5: <laughs> no, no no i mean they, they they would give me a sheet and i would just go like what them.
1: comes after 10 is that what you're asking <laughs> Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey okay jim, reason, you, i'm not in weather
4: anymore jim you have to tell us your favorite fan interaction like somebody comes up oh my god it, it's jim cantori Honestly, you, go, you, you gotta have a couple good ones for us
5: i i i have the one of, of all one um this this little girl, uh, she was a Make a Wish Foundation. We just had her in last fall, and she was so sweet. And and we kind of had, I mean, to the Weather Channel's credit, we had the whole day planned for her. You know, every everybody that was there was going to greet her when she walked in the door. Then she was going to be brought upstairs to to our AMHQ team, meet us, and then we we're going to take her on a tour through the to the different parts of the building, and her and her friend, and. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I just said, I'm not going to go upstairs. I'm going to go meet her with everybody else. And I, and I don't even know how she saw me standing there. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of standing in the corner waiting for her to come in with her family. And she just came running up to me and, uh, and gave me this great big hug and I had all I could do to just keep it together. You know what I mean? And it was just the sweetest thing. And so her and her friend that day were so into the wet. I mean, they're genuinely into the weather like we were when we were kids, you know, when it rained or snowed or, or, or whatever. She just wanted to learn everything. And then she would talk about things that she, she'd already learned and everything. And um, just just an incredible young gal. And so to this day, she is, you know, cancer free. Uh, she had ovarian cancer wow. as a nine-year-old girl. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, guys, um, wow. That that I will never forget. Um, when I'm having a rough day, I start to think a little bit, okay, let's go back to that day. But you
4: know what, Jim, it's a real testament though, to, uh, the fact that, you know, you're in people's homes every day and, and you really do have, and not just yourself, but everyone at the weather channel is, is involved in people's life every day. And, and, uh, you're, you're a big part of, of, of that and it's it's really amazing to see and i think that um being uh, a fan myself you know and getting a chance to sit here and talk to you i mean yeah it's it's uh it's kind of a touching thing
5: so um wear that guys, as a
4: badge of honor my friend
5: uh dude i really appreciate that to be honest with you i mean were any of you guys at the nwa conference last year by any chance
3: yes um, okay. a little bit for one
5: day so So it was so nice to hear, uh, you know, James Spann, who I have a tremendous amount of respect for get up and talk about being a servant. Cause I've always thought, Oh my God, that is exactly what we are. And so, you know, James is, he's going to tell it like it is, which I, that's what makes him great. And I was just like, I was so happy to hear him say that because that's exactly how I feel that we are, we are servants. And, it, and it, it gets you up out of bed in the morning. Uh, I don't care how tired you are. You have a service to it, it, these people are counting on you, whether they are or they aren't, that's what's in your head. And so that's, uh, it was so refreshing to hear James say that because we are servants at the end of the day. And to be able to do that, I mean, what, what at, at the end of all this guys, I don't know if it's gonna be 36 years or 40 years, which I would like, um, I'm proud to be a servant. I, I really am and and i and I like to just do it to the best of my ability every day that's, that's well, that, the way and,
1: and that's a good segue jim because my my last question before we get to the lightning round is maybe the direction of where t v weather is is kind of going so my question as to you as a forecaster what what have you seen in the last couple of years and even now with with the covid nineteen and how people are adapting. Where do you see TV and cable weather going? Channels in the future.
5: I mean, we we have to figure out how to bridge the gap between cable service and streaming. Um, I, I I I just don't think that everybody's going to get everything off an app. I mean, we 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 there's we would be very foolish to think if there's a little lightning bolt in the afternoon over Birmingham that people are going to understand what that means if they haven't really heard about the weather. Uh, so I I think as broadcasters, it takes still the broadcaster to discuss the possibilities of the afternoon, how, you know, maybe this will be something that'll be an overnight threat tornado wise or, or severe weather wise. It's, it's those kind of things that I think uh, we have to play a role in, but I, but you know, it's gonna, I think you're going to have to see a stream down the road. I, I don't know how you survive just, just, just doing cable anymore. I mean, you have to, uh, you know, is there going to be a YouTube weather channel? Is there going to be, uh, you know, other avenues for it, certainly. And, and I know we're looking into this certainly as a business, but it's, it's somewhere we have, where we have to go down the road.
2: Well, and speaking right. about YouTube, thanks for bringing it up. I have YouTube TV and they don't have the weather channel on there. I am like, what the heck? Do you See that? Yeah. Come on. Same here.
5: And, and there's, there's this, you know, hence the opportunity right there. Um, I would hope with the, with the Weather Channel brand that 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 we would be an, an option and all that, uh, whether it be a separate crew altogether or or people that you're used to and that you know, but I but I think that's where we have to go. I mean, we have to be on all platforms.
2: Because I, I miss my gym, man. I, I miss him.
5: <laughs> oh man. Oh man. You're killing, me, you're killing me, bro.
1: All right. Well, hey, that's the sound. Uh, it is time for our lightning round. So this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions that we play with our guests. We always invite everybody to play along, so feel free to join us and uh, co-host. You guys can always uh, feel free to help Jim out. But tonight, Jim, oh we're, we're bringing back a favorite. This, is, uh, <laughs> this has been ongoing over the last four years we've been doing the show. But since we're getting close to that time of the year, we're going to bring back a little hurricane or supermodel. Oh, yeah. A little <laughs> hurricane or supermodel. But here's the <laughs> twist. Oh, boy. So here's the twist. We, we we're going to call this retired hurricane or retired supermodel. Is this an age thing? Is this Jim's on? No, wow, no, has really has nothing to do with uh, that. But, but so here's, here's how the game's played, Jim. I'm going to give you a name, a first name, and you have to tell me, is that the name of a retired hurricane or is that the name of a retired supermodel? Okay, and, and, and the Pretty name. Simple. I assume
5: the Phil. name. I love how you tell me what we're going to do with this before we talk, which you did not do, <laughs> Phil. Um, so, so, but it's one of the others. There's, no, there's no C, none of the above, right?
1: No, right, right. This well, okay. this is either this is either a retired hurricane name, okay. or it's a or it's a supermodel. Now, Phil, so I the-
4: would love to have a sneak peek in your head when you're coming up with these <laughs> things. Oh, no, you don't. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you know. might not
1: want to have that. Okay. All right, cool. so here we go. One, so let's uh, let's go ahead idea. and get started. And yeah. and, and, and co-hosts, uh, freaks, you guys can jump in and help Jim out if you want. But the first name we're going to start with is Cindy. Cindy, is that a retired hurricane or a retired supermodel?
5: Uh, too early in the season. It's got to be Cindy Crawford.
1: Yeah, that is correct, Cindy Crawford. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's she's retired? All right. Yeah, you know,
5: Sorry, Could, do I get extra credit for the last name?
1: Sorry. Uh, sure, yeah, sure. Yep. You got two points for that one. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> right. Over here on this next, side, what are you guys doing? Next what name. Doing? What are you guys doing? That's the supermodel. Jim's drinking
5: water and uh, and Greg's drinking uh, Canadian. L, girl.
1: L, L. Is that a hurricane, retired hurricane and retired supermodel? L. L? Yes.
5: I guess it's going to have to be a retired. L, L, E. It's our supermodel. I'm gonna have to because I don't remember any L.
1: That would be L McPherson. You were correct. There
5: you go. L McPherson. So Man. so it's L McPherson, not Ella McPherson.
1: Yeah, no, it's been no, L, L. L. Really? Wow. Okay. That's I guess a right. We hey, all right. Hey, rolls together right, like last that. time. Because that's what I, I'm thinking of, actually.
5: Hell out of
1: there, Jim, so. be be happy I didn't put Giesel on this time around. <laughs> uh that was one of ours a while back, wow. was Giesel. I Ooh. didn't know how to print out. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Diana. <laughs> Thank you yourself.
4: mean Giselle?
1: The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I called her Giselle. Know. Giselle. Giselle. Giselle or Diana? <laughs> Diana. So the next one is Diana. Retired uh, Hurricane or, or Supermodel. Hurricane on that one. Diana, 1990. Yeah, he's <laughs> yep. killing it. All right. Uh, Alicia. Retired Hurricane or Supermodel. It uh, better have been retired. That was a big one. That was a cat four. 1983. There you Thank go. Very wow. good. All right. Linda. Linda.
5: Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say supermodel on that one. I don't remember a Linda the next
1: Linda wow. Evangelista. Oh, yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Okay. Linda Evangelista.
5: Very All right. good. All right. Elena. You know what? Okay. Before you say Go okay, ahead, that's retired hurricane, but, um,
3: <laughs> here's what I'm going to
5: say. The thing about Linda's guys, as you get up toward the I and the L's and the, K, you know, that's where you're starting to get the Cape Verde storms or the Cabo mm-hmm. Verde storm. So it's kind of, you know, you, you kind of have to stop for a second. You made me think.
1: I'll I'll tell you this. I'll (laughs) tell you this much: that Linda is the lowest letter on any that I'm giving you. So I I was I was kind of aware of that. So here we go. Next one, Claudia. Claudia, retired hurricane or supermodel?
5: Claudia Komanich. No, that's a that's a skater. Um,
1: Wasn't that Nadia? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say supermodel. Supermodel. Yeah. Correct, Claudia Schiffer. Yep. Oh, Schiffer. Claudia was a gymnast. What was ar- ar-
4: what's, what's, what's yeah, she was a or gymnast. Nadia. 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 No, you're like, hey, you're like mixing metaphors now. It right? ends with an
1: I. All <laughs> <I laughs> right, next one. Helena. Helena. Oh sick. hurricane or supermodel.
3: I do he said oh, oh,
1: that's a tough one. Um,
5: I don't know. Can I call a friend on that? Um, yeah. you can do whatever yeah. you want,
1: sure. <laughs> You're Jim. Uh, I, gonna, gonna, like, I okay. would call Jim on this one. I'm gonna have to say <laughs> hurricane. Yeah, I'm gonna
5: have to say hurricane.
1: You <laughs> say hurricane? Yeah. Oh, oh, no.
3: oh Helena Christensen.
1: <laughs> Helena yeah. Christensen. Oh, did you uh, say Elena or Helena? Helena, oh, sorry. Helena. Oh, yeah, Hel- oh okay. yeah. Nice. Nice price. Nice. Good job. <laughs> All right, we got two more. Greta. 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 Retired hurricane or retired supermodel. Oof. Um I'm going to say uh,
5: supermodel. Yeah.
1: 1978.
5: You know, I was never a good tester. <laughs> there was a. What did Greta do? Give me she a. was record. in high school. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, was, I was 10 years old in 1978. You, hey,
2: you're two weeks old. No, wait, yeah, I was 14. You know. four hey, it Dude,
1: gets a little harder think, as you go.
2: So
5: That's all saying. Greta, Greta was saying. in the Blizzard of 78 year, really? 1978. Yeah. Wow.
1: Greta. Yeah. Yep. Retired. All right, last one. This is for all the money. Uh, Allison, hurricane or supermodel? Uh, it was a tropical storm. Good enough. Yes. Two thousand one. <laughs> good enough. Two thousand one. Woo! <laughs> All you right, well you done. Did.
3: That
1: is, did yeah. Nail
0: that! Wow!
1: I don't know. Yeah. We we played that game with uh, Josh Morgerman. Yeah, how did Morgan do on that? He did okay. We did what we did was um, we did two thousand hurricane name or supermodel. Oh. So it was either the name of a twenty twenty hurricane, gotcha. or, or a tropical storm, <laughs> uh, or a supermodel. And he did—he did pretty good. He I'm did. trying to think—you only got two wrong out of ten. So that's eighty percent. That that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's <laughs> <good. laughs> pretty good. That's what I do. All mean. right. Well, Jim, do do us a favor. Tell us how uh, people can follow you on social media or where they can find you.
5: So Facebook. No address, please. Jim Cantori is is kind of a mixture of everything. Um, Instagram is my personal life, essentially. And Twitter is my meteorology. If you want to know what I'm thinking about something, um, that's where you're going to find it on Twitter. That's kind of how I base my, my social media platforms.
1: Very good. Uh, All right. Do, well, well I'll Snapchat. tell you what.
5: I don't do Snapchat. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Three is enough. <laughs> that's good. That's more than mm-hmm. I do. Uh, we're we're going to go ahead and take our final break. We'll be right back with our infamous hashtag Weatherfools, And we got weather Trollbot coming back as well.
3: Oh, I love what it's going so This is Jen Carpagno from The Weather Channel, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast.
5: Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive on game.
6: All
4: right, it's that time of the show where we're going to do hashtag Weatherfools, fools. And uh, we've got a few lined up for you tonight. I think, uh, Jim, you're going to actually uh, share your own personal weather fool story. We'll end off with that one, though, I think. Let's, uh, let's get it started with Jen. Jen, what do you got for the uh, hashtag? weather fools today on episode 102
3: all right so this um is from the jonesboro arkansas tornado and this is crazy footage so from a Ooh, meteorological yeah. perspective and I, i'm sure many of you have seen this video it's fascinating understanding the science and seeing it you know watching it on radar and then seeing it up close but this person is way too close to this tornado those yeah. windows could have blown yeah. out
5: no kidding. Yeah. Get windows.
2: underground, dude. All I yeah. can say is his dog should
4: have bitten him. I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, like look at that. Uh. The power flashes. All that debris flying. I mean, around, you're close so...
4: enough there that uh, those windows could have been just blown right yep. out of that building. Correct. Yep.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Basically.
4: Crazy. Crazy.
3: So it's not worth it to get video like that. I know everyone like loves, you know, especially the geeks love to do that, but yeah, not that close. You need to get into a safe place, for sure.
4: Right on, nice thanks.
3: place. Yeah.
4: <laughs> thanks, Jen. Uh, Phil, you got a couple for us.
1: I got a couple. So the first one comes from Mike Collier on Twitter. And uh, he shared a photo of a guy mowing the lawn during golf ball hail. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. Oh, <God. laughs> um, Probably not the best time to do it. I thought one of the, the funnier things was down below. One of the first responses from uh, Joseph was, this is what happens when you tell your wife you'll do it tomorrow, and tomorrow <laughs> shows up. That's
4: pretty
5: good.
1: Uh, yeah, so not good. advised. Uh, mowing your lawn. <laughs> hail. The next one comes uh, from Giovanni on Twitter. And this was, you, you want to know where all the toilet paper went? Here's some dude on TikTok. Oh, no. Who created a uh, Who created a tornado? And and but he did it with toilet paper on his ceiling fan, <laughs> and he tries to like go into the inside of the tornado. And and the funny thing is, if you listen to the audio of this, he's got like his mother going,
4: "What are you doing? Stop! What are you doing with the
3: toilet paper? Knock it off!"
1: You know, now I know what I'm doing tonight, Phil.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we were in a toilet paper shortage. Yeah, that might be interesting. I oh, mean, they, they gosh, could probably
5: get a good so week good. out of that if you think about it. There's a lot of toilet oh, paper. Oh man, oh, that's
3: a lot of toilet paper.
5: Those so were really good. Phil, that, that was my. Will. Wait, we actually had that
3: conversation.
5: <laughs> how many
2: sheets does everybody use each time they go? Uh, we want to know how long I'll, it's gonna pass. Last. I'll pass. Are
1: you? Are you? Are you TMI.
5: a Are you a crusher? Yeah, fold, folder you. or crusher. Folder. I'm a folder. I, I remember-
1: I remember I used to be a crusher when I was younger, but now I fold. Yeah. I've yeah. become wise in my ways.
5: You're, you're all right. Become I think, a sophisticated uh, pooper, man. That's awesome.
4: I, I, think <laughs> we're, I think we're going down a, a rabbit hole here. Going right <laughs> down. <laughs> the prepping, for a hole, hole. prepping for hole. <laughs> uh, all right. So I have uh, uh, also a weather fool. Now, this one is, you know, I'm really missing the start of baseball season, like I think we all are. Right. It's that time of year. So I I pulled out an oldie, but a goodie. This is a, uh, uh, you're going to see the groundskeeper, one of the groundskeepers. The the wind is high. They're putting the tarp out for the rain delay. And uh, you'll see here that he actually gets, he actually gets picked up and swallowed uh, as the wind comes up and takes him down, oh my and God, yes. uh, he that gets lost somewhere in him. that tarp, and uh, the oh, wow. the, uh, the entire uh, uh, Pittsburgh uh, team comes Tell out to help uh, try to find him underneath there this you, tarp, and go. it's uh, oh oh my pretty God. wild to look at. Imagine being that guy.
3: Oh my that's God. scary, a little bit. If you can breathe under there, I mean, it's kind of heavy.
1: Look, look at the baseball yeah. players. They're like, oh, dude, look at him, man. Oh,
3: that's <laughs> Did we
2: play look, that? By the way, game. look
5: at the flag. Look at the flag going left. Wow, time. that's a, that's really and good. Notice the tarp going the opposite way. Mm. Only that, you would trial. know
3: that or recognize that, Jim. That's that's a really. No, I'm, sorry.
5: It's weird. I'm, I'm weird like that, but yeah, mm-hmm. you get these weird, you know, wind effects obviously in the stadium, but that's that's crazy.
2: Jim, what was yeah.
5: the forecast that day? Do you remember? Was it?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it escapes
5: me. It escapes me. <laughs>
2: So, oh, yeah, Jim, uh, you, you,
5: you, have a, you have a weather fool for us. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Sorry, Jim, you have a weather fool for us. Tell us, uh, tell us a weather fool story on your own end.
5: Well, guys, let's think back uh, to uh, a few occasions where I've stood out in the middle of uh, lightning and thunder in the snow coming down, uh, which isn't really the wisest thing to do because that is actually cloud-to-ground lightning, um, to be honest with you. But it's it's one of those things that just overtakes me. And that, but I just want to admit, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not proud of that because it really is, it's what I tell you not to do, but I do it myself. So um, that's a, a weather fool honesty. <laughs> <on> my- <laughs> with the flakes, would the path be complete? I mean, you wouldn't even have a clue of the path, at least resistance with that. No. You could
2: be lower and still get hammered.
5: And, and no, all you see is the flash, <laughs> and then you hear a little bit of thunder. You're right. <laughs> I don't think you hear much. And you're buried,
4: Phil. Oh, I think the, the the name of tonight's episode has to be Thunder Snow.
1: Well, that I I like
4: sophisticated I,
1: pooper sound pretty good too. I've written <laughs> I've written several down, but okay.
4: <laughs> all right, so you that uh,
1: so y- if you want if you want to check out any of those weather fool links that we provided, uh, check out our show notes, uh, episode one hundred and two. You could go to stormfrontfreaks.com dot com, or a lot of times if you're listening to our podcast on your phone, you can find the show notes uh, right on your phone as well. I'm excited. Um, if nothing else, I'm excited not only the fact that we're bringing back Weather Trollbot 5000 to the show tonight. I, you know, it's been nice outside. I cleaned my garage a little bit, working from home, and uh, I just said, "Oh, it's a good time." I, I brought her in from the garage, so uh, I'm excited about that. But I'm excited to share this with uh, Jim, and and I, I preface Jim. all of this yeah, if, if you're listening to the edited version of the podcast. Uh, we will we will edit out some of the things that Weather Trollbot says because she 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 lays it out pretty good. Uh, but <laughs> if you're watching yes. the Stormfront Freaks raw, like if you're watching live or you're watching this on YouTube or or Periscope after the fact, this is definitely a time to put the earmuffs, uh, maybe a little bit on the kids, because we don't know what she's going to come out with. So with Weather Trollbot five thousand, we look at. Uh, situations where some of our weather friends in the weather industry have been trolled by people saying negative stuff or stupid stuff and what's great about our weather friends is they always come back uh most of the time with very professional nice calm pretty um, easy things back uh, with nothing too mean but what on weather brand. Trollbot, on brand yeah and what <laughs> weather trollbot does is we feed all that information into weather troll bot and she kicks out what that weather person was really thinking when they replied to that troll. So we really get to find out what they were thinking. Oh so man. that's, that's so this is no baby
0: be. on the earmuffs, put yeah. the earmuffs on the kids, put the
1: earmuffs on the kids. All <laughs> right. So we got, we got three of them tonight. And the first one comes from uh, a friend of the show has been on before Mike Olbinski. He's a storm chaser oh, and Mike. photographer. I know, Mike. Um, uh, but this is from Facebook, and he added this to Twitter. But here was the troll. The troll is Nord Dick. I don't know who Nor Dick is. Shocking. Um, <laughs> but, but this is in reply to an, uh, a somewhat new video that Mike had put out that was in black and white. It was just gorgeous, as, as all his stuff is that he yeah. does. But Nord Dick said, too bad it isn't in color. This looks unfinished, like part way through an edit. What is next? Sepia, film scratches and dust. Where do you stop with the retro stuff? <laughs> and and Mike Mike's response pretty simple. He just said definitely we'll do a sepia film next time, right? <laughs> but what what we have to do is we actually have to plug this in to Weather Trollbot, and and so oh, it's, re- it's really got numbers, man. <laughs> yeah, Weather Trollbot's That's not bad. the newest newest model. Is not the newest model. Let's find out what Mike.
6: Here is what Mike was really thinking. It is black and white, dude. When the did that become retro? You don't like it? Good. I'll add sepia and scratches on the next one just to you off.
1: (laughs) So that, I guess, is what Mike was really thinking. Did Um, I miss it?
3: I must have missed it.
1: So good. Um, So there you go. Mike's going to do it just for you, Nordic, next time. All right, second one. Uh, comes from uh Brie Eggers, who's a meteorologist at KTVB in Boise, Idaho. Uh this was also initially on Facebook, but she posted it on Twitter. And uh one of her quote unquote fans, Judy, said, What happened to you, Brie? You used to be smiley, not so much anymore. On another note, I don't mean to be cruel. Uh <laughs> so she prefaces with that, right? Uh oh. <laughs> But please get a professional bra fitting at one of the department stores.
3: Oh, oh my I saw God. you
1: <laughs> I saw you last night, and, well, you can look a lot better than that.
3: <laughs> Dang. Oh, Holy crap. I don't, because, don't this, I don't mean to
1: be, but.
3: I'm going to preface this really quick. As a former on-camera person, women on women like hate or whatever, oh, it's crazy, so horrible, it's brutal,
2: brutal, brutal. It's,
3: it's like, really what, what is. was the name of that
1: movie? Uh, um, Mean Girls, Mean Girls, yeah, yes. Mean yes. Girls. that's exactly what I mean. What things it
3: is. have gotten better with, like, you know, the women movement and everything, but still, like, it's God, just all right. Come well, on. Ju-
1: Judy's not aware of that movement. Um, Bree <laughs> came back <laughs> and said, uh, and yeah. said, I'm pregnant, Judy back off uh-huh. we all are going uh-huh. through a rough time right now i would hope that would bring out the kindness in strangers unfortunately today your message is the reason why i'm not as smiley be well be kind
5: wow oh wow good, well, response, I, yeah, good response though very yes very oh, professional
1: yeah. so we we got to find out what brie was probably really thinking oh boy <laughs> no, trouble. no, trouble. no trouble. Get it to her brie <laughs> All right, here's what Weather Trollbot comes out with.
6: Here is what Bree was really thinking. A bra fitting at a department store? Did you grow up in a little house on the prairie? Do you recommend Sears Roebuck? How old are you, Judy? I am pregnant and normally don't have these size boobs like you probably live with daily. Back the off and spread a little more kindness. Would you? (laughs) That's amazing. That's awesome.
1: Way to go, Bree. (laughs)
6: <laughs>
3: Good
1: job. All right. Last one. Uh, last one comes from, uh, Jason Simpson, mm-hmm. a chief meteorologist at oh. WHNT in Huntsville, Alabama.
3: That's my former boss. I used to work there. Yeah.
1: Okay. So this <laughs> was from Twitter. Uh, and so at Tim McCarley, see, we're not afraid to throw people under the bus here at stormfront freaks. Uh, but Tim said, can we have our programming back? Take the coverage to the continuing coverage channel no, Radar-indicated nah. tornadoes isn't actually tornadoes. If they are, then what are they? F1? Um, wow. Now, Jason came back and this is where normally, right, again, you get a nice professional response. Just so you guys know, Jason came back and said, go lick a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Nice. Good one. laughs> I what like them. I like
3: him. Oh.
1: Uh, so, so, so we, we got to find out maybe what what uh, I guess Jason was was really thinking at the time, but we'll plug that in. Was it pre-COVID when he said the door not? No, it was COVID. It was oh. COVID time.
6: Oh, wow. So <laughs> I
1: think there was a reason for that. But here we go. She's ready to spit it out.
6: Here is what Jason was really thinking. How should I really respond to this ignorant... F- I should tell him that a radar indicated tornado could be a tornado on the ground that no one has reported yet. I should also tell him that it could be stronger than an EF1, but all tornadoes can do damage and injure people. But that is a lot to type. It would be quicker to tell the little f*** to lick a doorknob.
4: <laughs> there you go.
2: That's not that's an EFU. That's an yeah. EFU. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: That yeah. is an EFU. That was great. Oh my
3: uh, God.
1: So it's always good to bring Weather Trollbot. Uh, welcome, Jim, to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, but that is our that is our Weather Trollbot
0: 5000. Fantastic.
1: Very good. All right. Uh, MJ, I'm going to jump to you. Let's find out what we got in the mailbox. send
4: me a postcard. Drop me a line. Oh. You've got mail, baby. Yeah.
0: Yes, we <laughs> yes we do. Uh, Chris Jack uh, on Podbean sent us a little message. Says I really like these shows. Really like watching it on YouTube. So thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. She Likes there. the raw mm-hmm.
1: stuff. There
0: you go. Oh. Move
3: on.
2: on. All
0: right. I'm yes, I think I we say. better. Uh, Garrett Beverly uh, chimed in. Says I'm. A kind of a long one, but good story here. I'm sitting here watching the raw cut of the Tim Marshall podcast. Really big fan. I've followed his work since my high school days with Track magazine subscription. I never get to see the severe weather you guys see where I live in the mountains of Southwest Virginia. I was scheduled to go chase with Greg and his tornado hunters crew in May to fulfill a lifelong dream. I was just let go from my oil field job of 13 years. So my chasecation uh, may be scrapped amidst that and this COVID-19 chaos. Mm. For now, I'm living vicariously through you guys. This drastic life change may be the push I need to go back to college for meteorology and photography. Keep the podcasts coming and stay safe.
4: Good yeah. Luck. Garrett's, uh, and I'll Garrett's watching the show right now too. So, uh, uh, uh little, little shout out to Garrett. Uh, awesome guy. I've had a chance to talk with him and, uh, Um, yeah, we'll get you out next year, Garrett, for sure. Absolutely. Good,
0: good luck with everything, Garrett. And we obviously will be here for you. Please contact us. Uh, we love to hear from you via Twitter, Facebook, or at stormfrontfreaks.com.
1: Very good. All All right. I think that just about does it, uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Thanks for listening and watching. I always encourage you guys, um, if you, if you like what you're hearing and watching, whatever it is, uh, we love your reviews. We love your feedback. Like we just heard, uh, you can jump on uh, Apple Podcasts and, and some of the other uh, podcast players. You can leave reviews and written reviews there, and we can share those on our next show. Or just feel free to uh, send us an email at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or find us on, on Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. You can leave a comment there about what you like. Uh, we'll definitely share that. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. Uh, most podcast apps, you can hit a follow button, or a subscribe button, and it just allows you to make sure that you're getting the latest episode the minute we upload that and release that uh, edited version of the podcast. Um, I do want to say a, a definitely a special thanks and welcome back uh, tonight to Jim Cantori. So, Jim, thanks for joining us this evening. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was, it was yeah, great that. having you back. and In our next episode, we're going to be recording live on YouTube and Facebook Live this time. Uh, we'll be on Thursday, April 16th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. Uh, we're going to have storm chaser and photographer Shannon Baleski uh, is going to be on the show, so we're going to be looking right forward on. to talking Ooh, to her. Awesome. And she does, I'll tell you what, she does some amazing photos and videos of the Northern Lights. I mean, just some Ooh, oh, cool. unbelievable... Uh, stuff of Aurora, Aurora Borealis. So you gotta check that out. Um, but otherwise for MJ, Maz, Jen, Greg, and Jim, I'm gonna go ahead and signal the all clear and we're gonna catch you guys next time. So good night everybody. See ya. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.